Welcome to episode number five for Dark Gate Horror Podcast. Sorry for the long time between podcasts. If you've been listening to my Supernatural podcast, you know that I just moved 2,300 miles away and it's taken some time for things to get back to some kind of normalcy. I really hope to get back on schedule soon. And thanks for not giving up on me. I really appreciate you spending the time listening to me. So let's move on to the show. It will be rather short this week. Um, the topic doesn't have all that much to talk about. But I will be talking about The Mothman. Now, I heard, first heard the story of The Mothman when the film came out with the Richard Gere called The Mothman Prophecies. It's based on the book of the same name by John Keel. I've not yet read the book, although it's sitting on my desk. <laughs> but the film is somewhat different. Interestingly, most people in Point Pleasant call it the giant bird. When I was doing research of Chief Cornstalk for, um, for the Dark Eight Horror podcast a few weeks ago, I found that the story kept referring to the Mothman, who may be connected and is definitely from the same area in West Virginia. So, I bet you're wondering, who is the Mothman? Well, there were some weird events connected to the Mothman, and they began on November 12, 1966, near Clendenin, West Virginia. Five men were in a local cemetery that day preparing a grave for a burial when something that looked like a brown human being lifted off um, from some nearby trees and flew over their heads. The men were baffled, but it did not appear to be a, um, a bird, but more like a man with wings. A few days later, more sightings took place, and it electrified the entire region. As far as Point Pleasant, it all began on November 15th, when two young married couples drove past an abandoned TNT plant near Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and they spotted a creature that looked like it was six to seven feet tall. Um, it looked like a man with two very large eyes. It had large wings folded against its back, and as the creature moved, they fled in panic. Only seconds later, they saw the creature spread its wings and rise straight into the air, following their car at over 100 miles an hour. At about 10.30 on the same evening, Newell Partridge, a man in Salem, which is about 90 miles from Point Pleasant, was watching television when the screen suddenly went dark. He stated that a weird pattern filled the screen, and then he heard a loud whining sound from outside. It raised in pitch and then ceased. He said it sounded like a generator winding up. His dog, Bandit, began to howl out on the front porch, so he went to see what was going on. As he walked outside, he saw his dog about 150 yards from the house. He shined a flashlight in the direction, and he spotted two red circles that looked like eyes or maybe bicycle reflectors. His dog, Bandit, an experienced hunting dog, chased the glowing eyes, of course. He called for the dog to stop, but the animal paid no attention. So he went back into the house to get a gun, but then he was too scared to go back outside. The next morning, he realized that his dog had vanished and still had not shown up two days later when he read in the newspaper about the sightings in Point Pleasant that very night. In fact, a large dog was found near the TNT plant where the creature was sighted, but then the dog disappeared and was never seen again. On November 16th, a press conference was held in the county courthouse and the couples from the TNT plant sightings repeated their story. Deputy Halstead, who had known the couples all their lives, took them very seriously. The press dubbed the odd flying creature Mothman after a character from the popular Batman television series of the day. The remote and abandoned TNT plant became the supposed lair of the Mothman in the months ahead and was the ideal location since the area was made up of several hundred acres of woods and large concrete domes where high explosives were stored during World War II. A network of tunnels honeycombed the area and there was also the McClintic Wildlife Station 
which is a heavily forested animal preserve comprised of artificial ponds and steep ridges and hills. The only people who ever wander there are hunters and fishermen and local teenagers who use the dirt roads of the preserve as a lover's lane. Now here's the controversial part. As if the rest of it isn't, of course. Many associate the sightings of the Mothman with UFO sightings and encounters with men in black in the area. It was a paranormal love fest of sorts. Bizarre things happened for nearly a year. Researchers, investigators, monster hunters, you name it, descended on the area, but none so famous as author John Keel, who had written extensively about Mothman and other unexplained animalities. So Keel wrote it that at least 100 people witnessed the creature between November 66 and November 67. They all described a creature of, you know, that was nearly identical. Apparently it was 5 to 7 feet tall, its eyes were set near the top of the shoulders and had bat-like wings that glided rather than flapped when it flew. It ascended straight from the ground rather than at an angle like a bird. Its skin was gray or brown and there was a humming sound as it flew. It did not speak, but gave off a screeching sound. By mid-December, most of the sightings had come to an end, and the Mothman had faded away. However, at about 5 o'clock in the evening on December 15, 1967, the 700-foot silver bridge linking Point Pleasant to Ohio suddenly collapsed when filled with rush-hour traffic. Dozens of vehicles plunged into the dark waters of the Ohio River, and 46 people were killed. Two of those were never found, and the other 44 are buried together in the town cemetery of Galapagos, Ohio. There is some evidence of Mothman-like creatures being sighted all over the place. The world is filled with stories of fantastical creatures and mythical beings. In the U.S., reports of winged flying men date back to the 1800s. Sighting reports appeared in reputable newspapers of the day in areas such as New York, Kentucky, Illinois, Nebraska, and Washington State. Globally, Mothman has been sighted in China, the former Soviet Union, Chile, and many countries of the Middle East. Investigator John Keel and others interviewed dozens of witnesses who said they saw the Mothman in the area before the Chernobyl nuclear disaster of 1986. The April 25, 2002 earthquake in the Georgian capital of Tbilisi was preceded by strange sightings and prophetic warnings from strangers. Months after the earthquake, Chinese reporters began hearing from citizens claiming to have seen Mothman creatures. Shortly after reports began appearing, a China Northern MD-82 aircraft crashed in the northeast area of China. Chinese newspapers reported that there were some people who knew of the crash in advance and reportedly were warned about it by a man that looked like a moth. Here in the U.S., many people reported seeing strange objects in the sky in the minutes after the World Trade Center attacks of September 11th. Witnesses reported seeing non-commercial, non-military aircraft in the area. A few reported seeing winged flying men in the area surrounding the Twin Towers. Stephen Moran, the photographer who took the angel, or Mothman, photo of the World Trade Center on September 11th, filed this report. He says, I live in New York City, and today I went to take pictures of the WTC's wreckage. I shot the first photo or picture of the rescue operation looking south on Greenwich Street. When I got home and previewed my pictures on my computer, I noticed something on the one entitled Down Greenwich 3 that was not in the scene when I took the photo. Upon blowing up the questionable image, it appeared to me like an angel hovering over the pile of debris and the rescuers. It couldn't be a pigeon or a seagull because being behind the building on the right, it would be too large. Also, we don't have any vultures or pelicans here in NYC. From the context of the photo, it looks to be about the size of a man 
and is about 60 to 100 feet above the scene. I have other photos of the scene taken from the, different, from the same angle do not contain this image. The way I interpret the photo is, it's either a guardian angel looking over the rescuers and those poor people still trapped beneath, or the angel of death hovering to collect the souls of the dying. I was using a Kodak DC4800 digital camera. While some of these accounts were reported, the claims were largely ignored and entirely uninvestigated. Similar reports of winged flying men have been logged before major earthquakes in Mexico, major flooding in India, and in the midst of raging sandstorms in the Middle East. Even American soldiers fighting in Afghanistan and Iraq have written about strange flying men in the skies above the battlefields. In fact, sightings of moth-like creatures have been reported in Canada, United Kingdom, France, and Turkey. Here in the U.S., citizens of Ironton, Ohio, have reported beginning to see winged men in the skies above their homes. Still, the most famous events took place in and around Point Pleasant, West Virginia, from November 66 to December 1967. The sightings in that area seemed to stop with the December 15, 1967 collapse of the Silver Bridge and the deaths of the 46 people. It is likely the sightings of Mothman and similar winged flying men will continue. We say that this with it is with assurance simply because the history of our world tells us it is so. For as long as humans have had the means to communicate, they have been describing strange and fantastic creatures unlike ourselves, yet with eerie similarities. These sightings have been amazingly consistent and have occurred in times of peace, times of war, in backyards, private homes, foreign battlefields, and some in open public places. When I read all of this and started to do my research, I thought, well, what explanations do they actually have for the Mothman and these other sightings that have been seen around the world? Author Lauren Coleman argues that there are five different possibilities for the West Virginia Mothman. The first, it could be a misinterpretation of an out-of-place large bird, such as a sandhill crane or a snowy owl. And this was what a local college professor said at the time, and the witnesses all thought the guy was out to lunch and crazy. The second, a real flesh-and-blood animal, as yet not identified, what cryptozoologists call a cryptid. A candidate for this includes a giant unknown owl related to a prehistoric species from Ice Age Cuba, or a giant pteratorn, a huge relative of the condor that has been found in the La Brea tar pits in Los Angeles. The third, it could be an ultra-terrestrial creature from another dimension. Now, this is John Keel's general notion. The fourth, mass hysteria on the part of 200 residents of Point Pleasant. Many are willing to believe this, but 200 residents or more? That, that doesn't really seem... That, that, I don't believe that one. And the fifth is a government experiment and conspiracy to test West Virginia natives during the Cold War. Now, this is a theory of the late Jim Keith and has largely been disputed and discounted. John Keel believes that Point Pleasant was a window area, a place that was marked by long periods of strange sightings, monster reports, and the coming and going of unusual persons. He states it may be wrong to blame the collapse of the bridge on the local UFO sightings, but the intense activity in the area at the time does suggest some sort of connection. Others have pointed to such supernatural length to strange happenings, blaming the events on the legendary Cornstalk curse that was placed on Point Pleasant in the, in the 1770s. Can these window areas explain other bizarre reports reported all over America? Perhaps they can, but to consider this we have to consider an even more chilling question. Where will the next window area be? It might be of benefit to study your local sightings and weird events a little bit more carefully in the future. The legend of the Mothman lives on. 
Since the first sightings in Point Pleasant, the Mothman has been discussed, debated, and many books have been written on the subject. John Keel's book, The Mothman Prophecies, even has a movie based on it, starring Richard Gere. Point Pleasant is a very small community and takes pride in the Mothman legend. They have a large statue in town, a gift shop and museum, and even have an annual Mothman festival. A great website is mothmanlives.com, and the next festival is September 16th and 17th, 2006. If you happen to be down in the area, it should be an interesting event. Personally, I think that people like to consider the unknown and speculate as to the origin and existence of mysterious creatures, myself included. The Mothman is certainly such a creature. I have done a lot of research on this topic and was surprised at the amount of scholarly information out there. It's not just a bunch of ideas. They've really put a lot of work into um, research. The Paranormal Podcast with Jim Harold even devoted an episode to discussing the Mothman. I would like to recommend the Paranormal Podcast to you. Jim Harold interviews someone each episode who wrote a book on the topic. The interviews are great and the authors are well known in their respective fields. In fact, in the episode on the Mothman, the man who he interviewed is the person who um, has the website mothmanlives.com and is a local from Point Pleasant. So it was very interesting. You can find the podcast in iTunes under Paranormal Podcast. By the way, if you head over to the website, you'll see that I put up some of the pictures that people have drawn from the eyewitness accounts of the Mothman. They're pretty interesting, so take a look. So let's move on to the song of the night. It is Pray for Rain by Alison Crow. Enjoy.
mouth is dry and my hands are shaking. Now I do not know anything. Now I am afraid to for listening guys i hope you liked the episode albeit very short i will start putting together another one soon although i don't have a topic in mind yet if you do have a topic suggestion or you just want to say hi feel free to let me know take care i'll talk to you soon you can email me at darkgatehorror at gmail.com and visit my website at darkgatehorror.blogspot.com have a great week